All right, welcome everybody to Thursday, March 5th of our Fit Union Team Leadership Call. Jeff Armbruster and say hey, Jason. Hi, everybody. Jason here. All right. Um, we have an awesome, awesome speaker with us today. We've been uh, uh, talking this one up for a couple weeks, and um, we're going to get to Miss Melanie Mitro here in just a minute. Um, but before we do that, just wanted to remind everybody that we have uh, switched the calendar here into the month of March. Uh, gotten a lot of messages from people. They're seeing that the 21-day fix is still on sale. And correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you, you guys might know too, Jason and Mel, but I think the fourth yesterday, the one of the fixes was done, and today they extended it to the fifth two for the extreme. Is that kind of correct what you guys understand? I wasn't aware of that. I know I saw it like on the first and, and on the second, and then we were warned it was going to be done, I think, yeah. um, you know, on the first. But if it's still going, like, you know, utilize it while it's still there. Right now I think it's kind of a bug and a typo, but that's one of the yeah. most popular packs to sell, and it's a great deal. So if it's still there, use it, but use it quick, you know. Yeah, as of yeah morning, I agree. I know one of them was still there. I'm not sure if they still are, but guys, just like they said, if it's out there, 21 Day Fix, one of our most popular programs is still out there. But what we do have for the month of March, um, for those that don't know and uh, have been living under a rock, the on-demand um, went live to not just the Success Club people as well as the elite, but it's the, the whole general public and all the coaches now. So I was just mentioning to Melanie and Jason that um, I'm having a very easy time with the the on-demand packs. I've got uh, between challenge packs and just general customers and the on-demand, I've got 11 of them so far. And it's just a, been a very, very easy month for me to hit Success Club in both me and my wife's business centers. So uh, the on-demand is very popular just because of the day and age that we're in with iTunes and Netflix and, and everything else going on. So really take advantage of that on-demand. If you haven't had an opportunity and you're a club member, get in there and play with it. I think Beachbody just knocked it out of the park um, with the on-demand as far as the, the easiness and the way it looks. Uh, a lot of people don't know that the developer um, for the on-demand came from Hulu. Uh, Melanie and I, being a, a member of the CAB, got to speak with him and, and, and spend more time with him um, at our recent CAB meeting in Utah, and it's just a, it's just a really neat way to, to get your, your customers who like the iTunes, like the Netflix, like, like the Hulu platforms to have that fitness wherever they go. Uh, don't forget about the contest, too, that Carl is running. Um, show your, your best uh, Beachbody On Demand picture of you working out in cool, crazy, neat places around the globe and hashtag BOD, Beachbody On Demand, and you might be chosen as one of those $100 daily winners. And then I think three, three people are going to get some really cool Apple swag at the end of the month. I think it's an iPad, if I, if I remember correctly. So the on-demand is out there, which is the club challenge pack, as well as just send a message out to all your um, old club customers, um, current club customers, reminding them that that's there for them now, but your old ones who may have been club customers in the past who didn't see the value in the club. There's definitely value in there now. Uh, just a really neat way. I'm here traveling uh, tonight, and for the next couple of days I'm in Columbus, Ohio, for the Arnold Sports Festival, and I plan in the morning to use the on-demand in the, in, the, in the hotel gym here and uh, take it for another ride. I got to use it when we were in Utah, and I used it actually in January as well. It's a really neat little thing, so the on-demand is out there. We also have the T25 Challenge Pack, which is one of the, the traditional challenge packs on sale this month for $180. Turbo Fire is at that crazy $140 price again. 
as well as a three-day refresh, which seems to be an ongoing challenge pack. Uh, it's on sale still in the store. I'm not looking, not seeing the uh, at the current time the fix in there, so maybe they updated it from earlier today. So hopefully, took advantage of that. Jason, do you want to give any shout-outs or any other announcements before we get going? Um, yeah, I just double checked, so I tried to buy both of those fixed challenge packs, and no, it already shows it at the uh, normal non-discounted price. That's that's not there. And um, yeah, we were talking a little bit before the call. You know, uh, me, Jeff, and, and Melanie, and uh, <clears throat> Melanie and I weren't as aware of any success with the on-demand stuff. So I think all I want to say there is like, you know, Jeff's been using it, so he knows kind of all the ins and outs of in, ins and outs of it. And I think that's, you know, very commensurate to his success with that product. So, you know, I don't want to take any time away from Melanie, but maybe that's something you talk about uh, next week a little bit is how you're having success with it. I think just the more and more you use a product, the more knowledgeable you are about it, and so the more you're likely to talk about it naturally and organically, and I'm sure that's why you're having some better success. So make sure everybody get in and try that out. You know, if you have the club membership, you, you want to see what's available so that you can talk about it great, you know, like on your blogs, which I think we're going to hear about tonight. And then, you know, just organically through what you post day to day. So, yeah, that's all I have. I think, um, you know, on the wall, Bob Lucido was talking about doing a volume call. So if that's something that, you know, I know we talk about a lot, volume a lot on our team. But if, if there's somebody that missed some of that, some of that information or just wants to hear it from a different perspective, I think that call with Bob Lucido is a recorded event that you can go back and look at. And uh, very exciting. And then I just, one last thing I see on the wall here is, you know, millionaire number 56 has been added to the company. And, you know, what a great opportunity with this company in the last eight years has produced, you know, over 50 millionaires. And I think that's just incredible. And the opportunity exists um, for everybody to come in in a few short years and get to that same rank. And I think when we listen today to uh, Melanie, you're going to see what it takes, you know, day after day to do that and do it relatively quickly. But that's all I have, Jeff. Thanks for including. Awesome, awesome. So, um, Melanie Mitro, I don't know if a lot of people are living under rock, but she's our 2014 Top Coach of the Year. And Melanie and I really got to know each other a little bit better here in Utah. We spent some time, you know, at, at, at dinners talking and actually flew home on the same flight back to, where we go, Minneapolis, Melanie, before we split up? Yes, we did. Yeah, so we got to know a little, bit, a little bit better. And that's one of the cool things about these events, like Summit, the leadership, um, CAB even, is you get to spend some time and get to know some of your peers and, and top leaders in, in the organization. And sometimes we all have misconceptions of how certain coaches run their businesses and stuff like that. And it's just really cool to get to know them. And I, I really felt uh, honored to get to know Mel a little bit better and, and everything you know, that she stood for. And awesome, even more awesome for me is to, to, to be part of the, the cab, helping represent you know, all of you out there with not only what we're doing um, currently, but what's going to happen in the near future. And it's a bright future, guys. It really is, and I'm sure Mel will give her a little take on, you know, what it's like serving on the cab and, and, and her short time so far doing it and just how excited she is about where this company is going over the next few years. But Melanie is our top coach from 2014. It's, just, it's awesome to, to know that you, 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 know, you haven't been a coach that long, Melanie, but yet, you know, you, you're able to, as a stay-at-home mom, um, go ahead and, and turn something that you were doing very much on the side into – the, the top coach spot in this company. So, Melanie, if you don't mind maybe sharing a little bit about your story, how you got started, 
um, with all of our, our our callers listening in today, and maybe top three to five tips you would talk about for a new for a new call or for a new coach that's coming into the to the network. We'd love to hear a little bit about uh, what's working for you, Melanie. Congratulations. Sure. Thank you so much. Yes, um, it was it's awesome uh, and amazing to get to know you, Jeff. You are just such a wonderful leader, and to have you know your support and just to get to know you has really just been awesome for me. You know to learn you know, how things have changed over the years, and, um, and I'm glad I can bring this perspective in. So, um, so a little bit about me, because a lot of times, you know, you hear the top coach and 15-star diamond, and, you know, there's all that hoopla about the rank and the recognition and the income, but I want you to know me and kind of where I came from and how I kind of built myself to where I am today. Um, so I'll be honest with you, sometimes I feel like I stumbled into this business. Um, I had no idea what network marketing was. I had no idea that you could make money at this business. Um, I started out as a challenger. So three and a half years ago, uh, actually four years ago is when I actually started my physical journey with Beachbody. So I actually came in as a challenger. I was, um, I was sitting on my bed. And I was, for people that, that live in warm and cold weather climates where you have four seasons, right, some of you may be the type of people that take your winter clothes and you pack them away in bins and you put them in your closet. And then you have, you know, your summer clothes. And then you swap wardrobes when the seasons change. And so I don't know, it's brought up that, that way. That's just what we do. So I was sitting on my bed. It was, it was April. And I was pulling out all of the bins of my spring and my summer stuff as the weather was starting to change. And I had just had Bryce, who is my baby. Um, and right now, actually, my kids are, are not babies anymore. They're three and almost six. Um, but I was struggling to kind of get my body back. And I knew that I was having a hard time with getting the weight off after, after having Bryce. But it wasn't until that moment where I was sitting on my bed and I was trying on these clothes, and no matter how many different outfits I tried on, nothing was sitting, nothing was working. I felt I felt frumpy and disgusting, and it was affecting my confidence. It was affecting my marriage. It was it was just affecting so many parts of me because I feel good about myself and I'm confident and I'm happy when I feel good. So when I feel good in my skin and the clothes that I'm wearing, I'm confident, I'm happy, I'm a great wife, I'm a good mom. And I just was not feeling that way at all. And I was angry that that I had these feelings because I thought I have these two beautiful babies and there's no reason why why I should be angry that my body looks this way because they're healthy. So, you know, so it's kind of having this internal struggle. And we also had made the decision that once we started having kids that I was going to quit my full-time job. And um, I worked full-time as the director of early intervention, so I did birth to three developmental therapy um, for children in the county where I lived, and I oversaw that program. And so when we had Bryce, we made the decision to cut corners, to live in the townhouse that we were at for a few more years, um, and to really just stick to a very strict budget. And so I quit my job, and so that really also, there was no more fluff money. You know, I was the, I was that girl that on her way home from work would stop at the mall and buy myself a new shirt and then come home, you know, and there was no more of that. It was, I had to ask Matt if I could go to the grocery store and get groceries or could I put gas in the car this week because I wasn't sure if we had gotten paid yet and if we had extra money. So for me, 
sitting on that bed and feeling angry, part of that was I felt like my hands were tied behind my back. I mean, I had nowhere to turn. I couldn't get a nutritionist. I couldn't get a personal trainer. Um, you know, I couldn't go to the gym. We just, we did not have money for that. So I was trying to walk in the neighborhood and do things on my own, but it wasn't working. It just was not working. So anyways, uh, I got onto Facebook. And I was sitting there, and I made a post on Facebook about eating celery and trying to lose weight. And um, my my husband's high school friend, actually his wife, was the one that messaged me. We were friends through Facebook. And she said, hey, I'm doing this challenge group. Would you like to be a part of it? I see that you're trying to lose weight. And so I had no idea what she was talking about. I'd really never heard of Beachbody before. But I said, sure, tell me a little bit about it. And so she had said, all right, all you have to do is pick a Beachbody fitness program. She did not make Shakeology a requirement for me. And so I had heard of Insanity, and I said, you know what, I think I'm going to do Insanity. My neighbor down the street has it. I'm going to borrow it from them. And so I created a free account with Nikki. I And Nikki actually is my coach. She's the one that was just announced today as the next, the newest millionaire in the Millionaire's Club. Um, but anyway, so she is, is the one that invited me. And I didn't purchase a thing from her. I didn't drink Shakeology. I had no idea what it was. And I joined this challenge group. And when she put me into this group, um, and I took those before pictures of myself, and I looked at my body. And I thought to myself, who the heck is that person in that picture? All I could think about was I want to change more than I want to stay the same. And as much as this hurts and I don't, and, it, and it's hard, I'm going to do it anyways. And every single day when my kids would go down for a nap in the afternoon, I would go to my basement, which was our, um, it was our storage room in the back of our townhouse. I would clear out the boxes. I took my laptop down and I played my DVDs on the laptop and I would die. And I had worked out in three years and I don't know what made me think that insanity was a good idea, but that's what I chose to do. And it, sometimes I struggled to get through the warm up. There were times I'd lay on the floor at the end of that workout and I would cry. But I just thought to myself, if these people can do this, so can I. And I would look at before and after pictures and that would motivate me. And, and I would talk to the other women that were in this challenge group and it would motivate me. And I would say to these people, um, you know, that I, the things that I was struggling with or the bad days that I was having, and they would lift me up and it kept me going. And it was like a fire was lit inside of me being a part of this challenge group. This was it. I needed this support. And even though the first 30 days of insanity, I maybe lost a total of two pounds because I was not following the nutrition plan, um, I kept going. And at that point is when I started embracing clean eating. I started changing my nutrition, and I ended up losing 11 pounds with insanity. I went on to do P90X, and I lost um, a total of 30 pounds. And, um, and it was my coach, Nikki, who was like, hey, Melanie, you know, I really think you'd be a great coach. I kept going, no, 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 I can't do this. You know, I don't, I don't know what you do, and I can't do it. And she kept saying to me, I think you should do this. And she would send me the What is Teen Beachbody video for me to watch. And I remember sitting on my couch watching that video and being like, you know, Matt, I really think I could do this. I'm like, I don't know anything about this business, but I, I think I could really help people. And I can remember him saying, no, Melanie, that's a ripoff. That's a scam. You should not be a part of that. You know, and, and part of me in the back of my mind, my wheels were really starting to turn. 
And so Nikki actually invited me to go to Starbucks and have coffee with her one day. And so I, I went thinking that we were just going as friends to just kind of catch up and talk. But she came with her little folder and um, an agenda, and she really wanted to talk to me about coaching. And um, and as we sat there and we talked, I, I realized that this, this was something I really wanted to do. And I really knew I could be good at it. So I went home and I said to Matt, I want to be a coach. And again, he shot the idea down. And he said, if you want to get a job, Melanie, he said, we'll put the kids in daycare and you can go back to work and you can get a real job. And I was like, no, no, that's not what we decided on. You know, I'm fine. I just, I really think I can help people. I think you should let me do this. And he just kept saying, no, we don't have money. We can't afford Shakeology. We can't afford for you to sign up. You're not doing it. So this was um, July of 2011. And I, my birthday is in July. And my family always gives out uh, birthday money. They give you money for your birthday. And so I saved all the money from my parents, my in-laws, my sister-in-law, and I paid the $40 to be a coach. And I bought a bag of Shakeology and actually did not tell Matt that that's what I was doing. And so I signed up to be a coach and actually did not even tell him that I was a coach for an entire week. And when I told him that I had signed up to be a coach, he actually looked at me with the worst look of disgust. Um, ever, and he said, that was the biggest waste of your money, um, you're going to fail, this is a scam, and don't think you're buying another bag of that powder in 30 days, you're not, so you have 30 days to make this work, and I remember thinking to him, sure, whatever, I'm going to make this work, I will show you, and I just said, if I can change one person's life, then this was worth it, and that's truly what I set out to do, my goal when I started and I did my Getting Started Right call with Nikki was that I wanted to transform one person's life through a clean eating challenge group. So I didn't even want to charge people or get them to buy challenge packs. I just wanted them, I wanted to teach them how to eat healthier because I felt like that was such a big part of my success was not feeling like I was on a diet. So that kind of brings you to where I started as a Beachbody coach. I came into the business with less than 100 friends on Facebook. I had no idea what social media marketing was or network marketing. I didn't understand the, the compensation plan. I just said, I'm going to help people, and I'm going to start groups, and this is what I'm going to do. And so my first 30 days as a coach, I had one sale, one Shakeology sale, $30 was my commission, and that was my sister-in-law that made a purchase from me. Um, I did not hit success club my first month as a coach, but... Every month after that, I did. I actually hit Success Club 5 my second month, and then I've hit 10 ever since then. Um, my second month as a coach, I started to feel a little bit more secure, and I started to require people to buy a challenge pack. And um, I started to get more confident in my invites and my posts, and my business really started to grow. But the one thing that I will say um, that really I feel like made a big difference for me was every single day I would wake up and I would say, how can I add value to other people's lives? How can I go out there and teach them something? And so that's how I would post on Facebook, on social media. And I knew that the three to five rule was the way to go. And so I was trying to make that three to five post a day. And I was every single morning at 5 a.m. when I would get up and I would work out, I would do a motivational post. Every single morning, whether it was a motivational picture, um, eventually it became me taking workout selfies of my workout. But I always tried to share, like, what was going on in my mind. 
what was I personally struggling with? Was Were my kids not sleeping through the night and I hit snooze too many times? Was I trying to talk myself out of doing my workout? Um, was it cold outside and I didn't want to get out of my warm bed? And I would talk about my mindset and how I know that if I push play every single day over time, I will bring about change. And so by me being really consistent at showing up every single day, I started to create a following of people. I would share recipes uh, that I would make for my family, and I always say that they're kid-tested and husband-approved because I would never post anything on my blog or on my Facebook page unless we had tried it as a family and gave our stamp of approval. <laughs> I would also talk about, you know, snack ideas. What are the things that, as a mom, that I pack for my kids when we go to the park? What do I eat when we go to the park or we're gone for a long day? When we travel, when we go on vacation. So I just wanted people to come to my Facebook page because they knew that they were either going to get motivation or information about eating healthy and changing their life. So that kind of, and that started that mindset of every single day being consistent. That really started with the first personal development book that I read, um, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And that book, I'll never forget, that was the first book I read, and sitting there, and the one part of the book was where he talks about the slight edge. You know, it's these small, insignificant things that you can either do or not do. And nobody would notice if you didn't do them. And that was what I kind of equated my, my Facebook post to be like. And I'm like, you know, people wouldn't know if I did not post. But because I do, because I show up seven days a week, you know, um, 30 days out of the month, 365 days out of the year, I'm making a difference. And I'm, people are noticing what I'm doing. And so that was my slight edge. It was me saying I'm willing to do now what other people are not willing to do so that I can have what other people wish that they could have three years from now or five years from now. And so I started this mentality of making these decisions. And one of the decisions was getting up at 5 a.m. because I needed to get my workout in before my kids got up. I did not have a babysitter, so I needed to try to work my Beachbody business before anybody got out of bed in the morning. So I would work out, and as fast as I could get to that computer, I would start inviting, and I would follow up, and I would make my Facebook post, and I would check into my challenge groups, and I would just hope and pray that my kids slept an extra 10 minutes today so that I could start a blog post. You know, and then I would put them down for a nap in the afternoon, and I would sit back down at the computer, and I'd do the same thing again. And I'd put them to bed at night, and I'd do the same thing again when they went to bed. And I just worked around their nap schedule, and I started to make sacrifices, like not watching TV or DVRing my favorite shows so that I could watch them in half hour versus an hour, and that half hour I could use to work my business, you know. So I just began, began to change my thinking, and I started to really set um, that slight edge into effect. And before I knew it, I was creating that compound in my life where people were starting to come out of the woodwork and ask me what it was that I was doing, that I was inspiring them, that I was motivating them. Everybody that saw me post about Shakeology the first month that I was a coach and said, no, I'm not interested, I don't drink protein shakes, even though we know it's not a protein shake, right? Um, you know, people were coming back around and they're like, I want to try that. You look so healthy. You have so much energy. You've inspired me, and it became easier and easier because I was setting that precedence that I was living that healthy life. I was being a product of the product. So the second part of my story really comes from my blog. 
Um, blogging, I will say, you know, Facebook's where I started. But in the meantime, you know, I was posting three to five times a day. I was consistent there. But I started a blog because I really wanted a way to give people tips and my weekly progress update. I wanted a place to um, talk about the commonly asked questions that my challengers were asking me. So I created a blog on Blogger, and it's free. I just went to Blogger and got the free template, and I just started to tell my story. And every single week, I would give an update of whatever workout program that I was doing. If it was a 21-day fix, every single week, I would talk about my food, what I was eating. I would talk about the struggles that I had from last week, the obstacles that I was foreseeing that next week we're going to bring as to like sticking on my plan and I would talk about my strategies of how to overcome them, how to stay focused on my goals. And what happened was I I would share recipes and, and tips and what are good sources of protein and why is Shakeology not a scam. You know, all of the commonly asked questions and I would share them on my Facebook page. And before I knew it, people would say to me, I follow your blog. I love your blog. I follow I use your recipes to cook dinner all the time. I have no idea that people were watching me. I had no idea they were using my recipes because they never commented on it. It actually took me nine months to get my first customer through my blog, but I did not give up because eventually I knew that the compound effect was going to take place, and I knew that I was going to end up being successful. So, um, so I just kept my eye on that prize, and I didn't really know what success meant. I just know that I, I knew I wanted to help people in some way, and this was my way of doing it. And now, over the course of the past three years, 95% of my business comes from my blog. People that are readers of mine, people that search things on, on the Internet and come across my blog, um, and they can go there. They can read about my history. They can see my success. They can see my transformation story. And before they ever contact me about being in a challenge group, they already know me, and they either have made a decision whether they connect with me or not. And it really helps me as far as getting customers and new challengers because they can really observe me for a long time before they decide that they want to make a decision. And that's really what has happened for me. So what started out as me really being focused on challenge groups and running one new challenge group every single month, and actually I ran two challenge groups every single month, I would try to come up with creative names for my group so it wasn't just a challenge group every single month, I would do a clean eating and Shakeology group for 30 days. And I would do a busy mom's challenge group, or I would do a, you know, spring slim down or holiday accountability. And I always tried to spice it up and come up with new ideas and new ways to pique people's interest that were watching from afar, but I hadn't quite said anything yet. And those challengers, those people that were in my challenge group, I would literally pour my heart and soul into every single person, helping them to get the best results possible, whether I would have them over to my house and I would teach them how to make a meal plan. I would take them to the grocery store and help them grocery shop. We would get on um, Google Plus chat and I would coach them through, you know, how to handle temptations and overcome obstacles. And, um, and those people, they became my success stories, my advocates. Those are my coaches. Those people would, they would see what I was doing. They would be out there talking to people that they worked with, and they would be natural coaches. And it just was such a natural progression for me to take the people in my challenge group after they'd been through 30 or 60 and sometimes 90 days 
a lot of them became either great sources of referrals because I helped them or they became coaches themselves. And so my business started to grow. Uh, it took me nine months to get to Diamond, but once I hit Diamond, I went to one star pretty quickly. Um, it took me another six to eight months to get to two star, but at that point, I really started to focus on a training system. You know, how am I going to help my new coaches getting started? And so I really took my passion for challenge groups and helping my customers, and I split my time evenly, and I started to devote that same type of passion for my challengers to my coaches. And so from that, being able to mentor and foster and guide my coaches, I started to have great success on my team. And so I really now feel like, wow, I've got the best of both, both worlds. I have these amazing challenge groups that I've taught my coaches how to run, and I have coaches that are out there doing the exact same thing that I'm doing. And we're not just helping a handful of people. We're helping hundreds and thousands of people every single day through our challenge group, all because I made the decision to kind of ignore my husband because I had that feeling in my gut that I knew that this is exactly where I was supposed to be and that I was willing to not give up when I got objection after objection after objection. You know, I saw the bigger picture. I wasn't one of those people that kind of had one foot in the door and one foot out. I didn't use the excuse, I don't have any social media background or I don't have anybody to invite or I'm shy. I just said, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to go out there and do it. I'm just going to inspire people every day. I'm just going to lead by example. I'm going to be real and honest, and I'm going to talk about my struggles openly and the mistakes that I make, and I am going to do the best that I can. And because I really kept my focus on the people that I was in contact with every single day, it just naturally and organically grew. Uh, I got I got to 15 star in my business, not because, I mean, I pushed and, and I focused, but I had leaders that were, that were ready to go, and I was attracting the right people to me because I had spent all of this time marketing myself and creating this following. And I really, truly feel like I'm where I am, to, am today because my focus has been on the people, not the number, not the rank and the recognition. It just so happened that I attracted those passionate people to me, and success happened naturally. So if I can kind of leave you with anything tonight, um, it's going to be consistency in everything you do 24-7, no matter what. Give it everything you've got. You're not going to give up. You're not quitting. You're not one foot in. You're not one foot out. You're going to do it with passion and with purpose every single day. You're going to be a product of the product because when you are working out, when you are eating healthy, when you're drinking Shakeology, you talk about it because you feel good. You feel healthy and confident. And then your personal development. When you don't feel like you're motivational or you're inspirational, I read. I pull out a book, The Slight Edge was a great one. Um, I really liked Personality Plus. It taught me how to work with other people on my team. Shalene Johnson's 30-Day Push taught me how to organize my time because as a stay-at-home mom, I had no idea how to manage my time. And to set goals, I had no idea how to set goals because I had never set a goal for myself. It was always my family's needs came first. So dig into your personal development. That is what's going to help you to become a better leader and a better coach, you know. And so put all those things together and always be open and be willing to be a student and to never say I have all the answers or my way is the only way. The more you're a 
sponge and you soak it all up, the more you learn how to take this business to the next step. You learn how to help your customers more. You learn how to train your coaches even further. And you just become better at being a leader along the way. There's not a day that I don't wake up that I don't love, truly love my job. I love the people I get to help. I love I can do this from home. I love that it's created freedom for my family to just live comfortably and not have to worry about if we have money for groceries. Um, you know, so it's really been such a blessing in my marriage and my life. And, and my husband does support me 110% at this point. So he went from definitely a naysayer to being 100% on board. So uh, that's my story. That's kind of how I built my business, what I've done along the way. If, there's, if you guys have questions for me, I certainly would be happy to ask or to answer. Awesome, awesome, Melanie. And, you know, first off, I wanted to say just congratulations on all your success. And, and I love the story at the start and how you got started. We hear so much. Um, from some of our own coaches and, and as leaders about how sometimes you don't have the support of spouse. And, you know, my wife gave me a couple, you know, eyes when I first started too. And it's just so important that, you know, in time that it develops. So I'm so happy to hear that you have that support now. And, and obviously mm-hmm. success is hard not to have that support. Right. One of the first questions I wanted to ask, just because I know that blogging has been a big, big part of what has <laughs> helped you with, you know, not only the success, but find the leaders you talked about. Um, we, we've got a several questions being posted on our event pages right now about the whole blogging thing. So I'm going to kind of um, put in a, an encapsulate here and try to capture everybody's thoughts here. But as a, as a new person, a new coach, somebody who's interested in blogging but doesn't know where to start, I know for a fact that when you first started blogging, you didn't know anything about it. It was all trial and error for you. We talked a little bit when we were in Utah, and then I overheard you and Amy talking a little bit when we were on the way to the airport. You know, for somebody who didn't know much about blogging and to be the, the, the awesome blogger and, and person that you are now, what would you say um, to somebody who wants to start blogging? How, how would they get that ball rolling and then see some success? Um, so the first thing that I did to kind of get that ball rolling was I didn't try to make it perfect, right? So I just went out there and I made that blog. You know, I made that free blog and I just started with talking about my business and or not even my business, but my transformation and my story. And I immediately posted it on Facebook. And I thought to myself, it doesn't need to be perfect. People want the content and they want to hear your story. So I think that's the biggest part. And then don't let it take up all of your time. So if you want to start blogging, and here's the other part too, you have to like to write, you know, and I'll ask my coaches that who come in and they're like, I have to start a blog to be successful. And I'll always say, okay, wait, you actually like to write because if you're not passionate about writing, you won't, you'll suck wind at this, you know, like you've got to like to write. And so some say yes and some say no. If they say no, I direct them in a different way. But if you are that person, you like to write, you enjoy that, then just start writing. And so you focus mainly on maybe Facebook or Instagram or a like page, but then in the background, I would set aside like an hour every single day where I would create my tabs across the top. I would Google YouTube videos, how to make tabs across the top on Blogger. And then I would Google how to link things. You know, And now I have YouTube videos out there that I've made for my team and they're public, you know, you can go watch them. 
But I just, it was trial and error for me. Every single day, a half hour a day, an hour a day, I would focus on just building this blog and creating recipes and filling in different information. And I would go to, I would search other fitness blogs and I would look at how they worded things. I would look at their images and their banners and I would say, okay, what draws me in? What do I like about theirs? And then I would go back to mine and I would try to recreate that. So I'd on my pick monkey, I would make a banner. I'd make, you know, icons and I would use other people that I saw that I liked their formatting for my inspiration. So it took me a good six months to get my blog to where I was like, visually, I liked the way it looked. But in the meantime, every single time I wrote a post, I was sharing it on my Facebook. And I didn't care that it wasn't perfect. I just knew that the information had great quality and content, and I wanted to get that out there. So I was kind of creating that following while I was making it really pretty at the same time. So do you, do you have an assistant now that helps with your, with your blog, or is it still 100% you with, with, with what you're doing there? And um, you know, is is that basically your approach to your main approach to working the business? Is the blog itself to answer those two? Um, so I I do my own blogging. Everything is me. Everything on my blog I wrote. Every image that you see on my blog I've created. Um, I do it all. The only thing that I ever had done was I paid a girl on Etsy, um, and I found her. I just typed in like blogger template. And she made my little buttons for friend me on Facebook or find me on YouTube. And then she put the banner across the top for me. She helped me with that. But everything, that's the only thing money-wise I've ever invested into my blog. It's all me. It's kind of my thing. And I, I yes, my blog main is my, like, 95% of my business. I still direct people back to Facebook for the conversation and the challenge group. So I think that they both, they kind of drive both ways. Right. Do you do you Instagram, um, Melanie, at all? Do you do much with Instagram? <laughs> all right, so this is a funny story. Instagram I started using the first day I signed up to be a coach because I thought it made my pictures look really cool. And I thought that it made them – I liked the effects that it gave my pictures. So I had no idea what Instagram was about. And I'll be honest, I kind of boycotted Instagram for a while because I didn't understand it. But in the last three months, literally the last three months, I really started to – Google search a lot more about how to grow your business with Instagram, how to get more likes. I started watching YouTube videos, just trying to gather. And I've been kind of playing around with it. And I am getting people from Instagram, um, but I just don't know what I'm doing yet. So I'm just trying to figure it out. Love that. Love that honesty. Love that honesty. Um, yeah, I really I answer, what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> Instagram. Social media is such a funny animal because they change the rules so much from Instagram to Facebook, and you just got to roll with the flow. So the advice that me or Jason or, you know, Melanie gives you right now on Facebook and everything else can change in a couple of days. You just got to stay on top of it, you know, based on – it used to be right. use, use your like page for everything. Now it's your personal page, you know, and it's just it, it seems to change by the minute. Before I um, yeah. go on to the last couple questions here, Jason, any questions of your own comments there? I'd like to hear uh, anything you got. Sorry, it was mute. Yeah, yeah, well, great information. So good to hear your story. Um, I was struck with the similarity of your story in comparison 
uh, to Jeff, you know, kind of both woke up in a spot that you weren't happy about and decided to get back into fitness with, like, a high school friend who was me in, in Jeff's case. He didn't buy the program from me. He went online to get one, um, you know, and didn't do the supplements for a long time until he got the success through, you know, P90X, uh, similar to you, um, and then what kind of conned him into becoming a coach, and you guys have both done so well since then. So it's funny how those similar routes really pay off. I want to say, like, mm-hmm. this uh, intention that you have daily is, is very similar to what uh, Mindy Wender says, and I don't know if you got it from her, just kind of both the same intention about just showing up every day to add value to other people. And, you know, I was just talking to a friend the other day um, about overcoming the fear that it takes to do coaching, you know, and putting yourself out there. And I asked her what she was good at, and she said, you know, selling cars, um, of all things. And I'm like, well, how did you first get over the fear of selling cars? And she's like, I focused on how I could help people, you know, with this new car. And I'm like, well, that's how you do this, too. And I think whenever we put our focus into helping people, like, the fear goes away because our purpose is different. Uh, I love what you said about three to five posts a day. You know, that's kind of the theory that we've heard on the same call from Brandy Bots. And obviously, you know, that's a great technique to get going. And I really agree with um, what you're saying about blogs. One of my biggest regrets that I have in the business is not blogging from day one. And I think if you would have looked back upon eight years of my business, like, there would just be so much content. And it would would be great to have that stuff out there permanently as – as opposed mm-hmm. to being on, you know, page 1,000 of Facebook. Um, right. So I, I love your concept of the challenge groups, the fact you've moved into training groups. Um, and, and I guess the um, question that I have is really about, you know, quantity. So I understand, like, organically you're doing really well because you've got this quantity of information on your blog that now people can get to and relate to. But at some point, it's like we want to ramp things up. So I'm curious as to if you've used any SEO with Blogspot. Um, I've actually been encouraged away from Blogspot and more towards WordPress because of SEO um, capacities. And, um, you know, what about Facebook ads or anything like that? Are you doing anything to bring more traffic to your site? Because it's one thing to have a great site. And then another thing to get people there um, so they can view it. Right. So I actually don't use SEO at all. Um, The only thing that – so one of the – and I don't – I think I just – the way I would share my blog is how I've built that traction. So in my 90-day challenge group guide, I'm almost every single day is a blog post that I wrote. So every single time I – share, I start a new challenge group, my blog post gets shared. Um, Every single time my coaches start a new challenge group, my blog post gets shared because they're using my stuff until they create their own. So that's creating more views, right? And then when people go to my blog, I have the recipes tab and I have the about me and I have what is coaching. So people are clicking within my blog, which is driving up my affinity um, out there on Google. And then I use the alt text for every image. So I alt text it so that when people, yeah, so when people Google search for images, my images come up a lot, you know. Um, And then the next thing is I pin everything to Pinterest. Every time I write a blog post, I pin to Pinterest. So I honestly had no idea what I was doing. I was just (laughs) winging it. And now 
I look back and I'm like, oh, my God, that's what I – because for a long time I couldn't figure it out. And now looking back, I realized I was SEOing myself and I didn't realize it. You know, like I was just – I was sharing things on Facebook. I was asking people to share it. I was driving people to my blog to go see my recipes. You know, my recipes were definitely the thing that brought people in. So, no, I really – I haven't paid for a dime of SEO, nothing. Um, I would say in the past six months, I have started paying for Facebook ads, but I will tell you, I pay $20 a month, and that is it. Because I feel like Facebook is messing with me. I feel like I'm a lab rat, and they're, like, conditioning me and saying, if you pay more money, we'll give you two more likes this week. And I just don't feel like I'm getting enough out of it. And if blogging and my personal Facebook is working, I just don't see the point of spending hundreds of dollars on a like page when I don't a benefit to it. I can get the same, I can get better results on my blog. You know, I can make a post about a challenge and get applications that come right to my inbox. And if I made the same post on Facebook, I would get maybe one. So, you know, and, and that really was me consistently over time just building that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, and I think you're right. You've stumbled into great, um, SEO rankings by the organic mechanism in which you share content and refer it to other people in your group. I love the fact that you are using um, the alt text imaging, and I've noticed a lot of your pictures pop up in Google searches on images because that's something that I'm targeting as well, and it's really easy to get great rankings based upon images and a little bit harder for blogs, but it's good to know that you're using that. And I love the idea of uh, posting to Pinterest. It's something you know I, I don't use very well. I don't think Jeff uses. I don't think there's any men that use Pinterest well. So that's a great tip as well. So thank you for that. Um, and what else do I have here? Oh, have you said you're getting involved in Instagram? Or I'm sorry, Instagram. And yesterday, I, or a couple days ago, I saw somebody was like, "Wow, what a great day on Instagram!" Both Melanie Mitro and Jason Beeble commented on their pictures. And so, <laughs> I'm wondering, I'm just playing around with Instagress. Is that a tool that you're experimenting with yet? I haven't used that yet. Um, I haven't used Instagress. I have somebody that was recommended to me, and he um, has kind of been guiding me along and kind of telling me what to do and what to search and what to use. Um, So that's kind of what I've been using. Um, And then there's that followers app that I have kind of been using where I go out and I see who is following me and I make sure that I'm following them back and I make sure that I go and I like their pictures. You know, um, I will just get on that statigram, which is, it's called Iconosquare now, and I will like search hashtags and I'll just go through and like and comment and say I love it or it's awesome. You know, so I'm trying that kind of stuff just because, actually, Anita Myron, I watched some of her Instagram videos, and that's how I learned how to do that. Right. We're a big fan of Anita's, too. She was just on the call, so a lot of common techniques there. And, yeah, man, it sounds like, you know, you're really doing things the right way, the organic approach of, you know, starting out and just doing work. One of my favorite Tony Robbins quotes is, um, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. And not to say that the quality of anything you do is poorly, but, like, when you got started, you didn't know about blogging and just didn't let that hold you back, 
And then over time, you know, it's become this great source where it's your best recruiting tool. All right, well, thank you so much. Obviously, we can hear the stress in your voice, and I know you're suffering cold, but thank you so much for coming in and sharing so openly. And, you know, it's so encouraging from my perspective that, you know, we've had Lindsay Matway and Nicole and Anita and, and yourselves. And so when we get the really best um, leaders in this business that are so open and willing to share, I think – you know, that speaks about the quality of this opportunity for anybody just getting started. Because it's like if if you or me or Lindsay comes on the call and feels like that we can't share, then that disenfranchises our audience and future customers and coaches. But when you can see that we're an open book and there's nothing that we have that we're hiding behind secret doors, um, uh-huh. I think it, it pushes this purpose forward so that everybody can see what a great opportunity <laughs> and uh, blessing it is. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Anytime. I'm glad I could share with you guys. I appreciate that opportunity. So awesome. I'm sorry for the coughing. So, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, we no, we, no, we, we gonna, really appreciate it. We know you're suffering. Yeah, oh, we're gonna, no we're, gonna let, we're gonna let we're gonna let you go, Melanie. We really do appreciate you know all the time that that you spent. Um, if you get an opportunity, maybe in the next uh, day or two, the event page that uh, we added you to. There's a couple other questions that. Some people have for you. Maybe you can find a couple minutes and, and, and answer those. That'd be awesome. But we will make hey. this call available. What was that? Okay. Will you tag me in the event page because I can't find it at the moment. So if you yep. just tag yep. me, I'll, I'll be glad to hop in there for you. Yep. I'll just ta- I'll tag that that thread specifically. Um, make it okay. very easy for you. And Thank just you. again, really really appreciate you spending some time with us. And and Jason, you're right. Her, her and my journey, we talked about it at the airport a little bit. It's very, very similar, eerily similar. But um, <laughs> I thought you guys planned that. Like, this is how we do it. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> it was so similar. It's well, cool. It's it, cool. It, and, and I noticed that, I noticed that too. I was thinking about that after we talked when we were on the plane ride back, that it's just it's crazy to think that, you know, um, that it was so similar. But it just goes to show you guys that, you don't have to have be born into this to have success with it. Any any coach can come in fresh and 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 tackle something like blogging or or me with fit clubs at the very start and and have success with it and just see that blossom into something. And that was a good uh, uh, yeah. example of somebody that didn't want to be a coach at first and thought it was a scam, just like I did with Jason and I and I fought him off for a while and here I am, you know, doing doing what I want to do in life because of this opportunity. So. Okay, Melanie, really appreciate it. Um, You're welcome. We're gonna You're put welcome. this. We're gonna we're gonna put this call up on our website um, that you can definitely feel free to share with your team now or anybody that you think could help. We have it on our, our two different platforms. We have it on Fit uh, Fit Union. Just search for Fit Union and podcasts on iTunes, and there's three and a half, four, five years worth of personal development right there. Um, okay. from your call to everybody else. And then our website for people that don't have iTunes, teamleadershipcalls, C-A-L-L-S with an S.com, teamleadershipcalls.com, and we'll have that updated probably in the next 24 to 48 hours. So once again, Melanie, thanks a lot. Congratulations on all okay. your success from 15-star diamond to being a top coach. We look forward to seeing how Michael Neiman is going to embarrass the hell out of you here in <laughs> That, that's always a that's always a that's always a fun time. I know that he was planning on coming up and visiting me here soon, and um, right. that's going to be. It's always fun to to see that. So um, mm-hmm. we will see right. you again in uh, in Nashville, if not earlier. And I really appreciate okay. you jumping on the call. Thanks a lot. All right. Get better.
You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great night, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Everybody have a good night. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Thank you.